Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study in Judges. We're still in chapter 11, looking at verses 14 through 18 from the New King James Version. In the uh, verses 14 through 28, Jephthah is going to respond to the uh, king of the Ammonites. He is going to give the king of the Ammonites uh, a written response, carefully explaining why Israel had a right to the land that the Amorites claim was theirs. But let's listen to verses 14 through 18 from the New King James Version, reading from uh, Judges chapter 11. It reads, So Jephthah again sent messengers to the king of the people of Ammon, and said to him, Thus saith Jephthah, Israel did not take away the land of Moab, nor the land of the people of Ammon. For when Israel came up from Egypt, they walked through the wilderness as far as the Red Sea and came to Kadesh. Then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Please let me pass through your land. But the king of Edom would not heed. And in like manner, they sent to the king of Moab, but he would not consent. So Israel remained in Kadesh, and they went along through the wilderness and bypassed the land of Edom and the land of Moab, came to the east side of the land of Moab, and encamped on the other side of Arnon. But they did not enter the border of Moab, for the Arnon was the border of Moab. Again, Judges chapter 11, verses 14 through 18 in the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 11, verses 14 through 18, read from the New King James Version. The section from verses 14 until verse 28 is Jephthah's response to the king of the Ammonites. Israel did not take away the land of Moab, nor the land of the people of Ammon. Jephthah's response to the king of the Ammonites carefully explained why Israel had a right to the land that the Ammonites claimed was theirs. And again, this is going to go from verse 14 to verse 28 in chapter 11. Uh, According to Matthew Henry, we have reason to think the Ammonites, um, when they made that descent upon Israel, meant to spoil and plunder the country and enrich themselves. Jephthah gives in a very full and satisfactory answer to this demand that they leave, you know, just call it even, you could go away and give us our land. He's telling them that they didn't take the land, 
that they, uh, and he's giving them a history of their journey. He's showing um, that uh, the Ammonites had no title to the country that lay between the rivers Arnon and Jabbok, now in the possession of the tribes of uh, Reuben and Gad. The lands in question Israel took away not from the Moabites or the Ammonites. They had particular orders from God not to meddle with them uh, nor anything they had. And they religiously observed those orders from God. They found the land in the possession of Sihon, king of the Amorites. And out of the, uh, his hand, they took the, the land justly and honorably. Their business was to conquer for themselves, not for other people. So he's telling them, we are not guilty of trespass. Um, that they were far from invading the property of any other nation, that um, not so much as they wouldn't even force passage through the countries, country either of the uh, Edomites, the seed of Esau, or of the Moabites, the seed of Lot. But even after the tedious march through the wilderness, though they were sadly tired, when the king of Edom first, and afterward the king afterwards, the king of Moab denied them the courtesy of a way through their country, rather than give them any offense or annoyance, as weary as they were, they put themselves to the further fatigue of compassing both the land of Edom and that of Moab, and came not within the border of either one. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we continue studying your word. We thank you that, as Matthew Henry says, our righteousness will answer for us in time to come and will put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. And Father, that's a profound statement. And we thank you that we can see that and say that it is definitely true. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. The needs are so many those who need you for a healer, those who need you for um, a, a, a shelter, those who need you in, to help with finances, uh, opening doors for jobs and um, food, as we're hearing about all of the shortages because of the war. We're praying for those who need you in that way, Father. And we're thanking you in advance for answer prayers. We're also continuing to pray for the Ukrainians as they fight the Russians and praying for all who are trying to help to bring an end to this conflict. And not just that con this conflict in the Ukraine and Russia, but conflicts all over the world. Father, we're praying. To, um, we know that wars and rumors of wars are part of, of life. And thank you that you protect us even in all of all that goes on. You are protecting us and you're keeping us. And we thank you for that. And we thank you again for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Son who died for our sins. Thank you for your angels that give, you've given charge over us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.